Good morning, Boker Tov. It should be a good morning. It should be a Boker Tov for Klal Yisrael, for Am Yisrael, Shere Besoros, Tovos Yeshuos, Vinechamos. Welcome back to 10 Minutes of Meaning. Please help yourself to coffee. And uh, we are still open to a sponsor for this series for this year. Please email Lee, L-E-E, at BRSonline.org. We are on the 25th parakel, Mesilas Hashem, the Ramchal has been inspiring us and helping us chart a course towards a better version of ourselves. Towards the end of the Sefer, we've almost completed learning Mesilas Hashem together. And here, after defining Yira, what is awe, what is fear, how to live with a presence, a mindfulness, a conscientiousness, that we don't exist in a vacuum, we don't exist on our own, we are not independent and unaccountable, but there are consequences. We live, we report, we live a life of service to Hashem. But how do we acquire that trait? This world assaults us with distractions and temptations. This world entices us to take credit and to blame ourselves for things that are not ours. How do we live with that mindfulness, that year, that awe, that sense of awareness that there is Hashem? So the Ramchal says we have to know, we wake up in the morning and everywhere we look and everywhere we turn, we have to know that we're standing before Hashem when we are in public or when we are alone and in private. When the camera's on, when we think we are offline, when we are visibly doing things or conversations we're having in our own heads, it is all available and accessible to Hashem. And the more a person lives with that sense that Hashem is looking over our shoulder, before I choose what to listen to, what to watch, what to say, where to go, how to behave, would I do it if he were right next to me? That is the mind and the mindset that we have to have. Someone once taught me, and this is what I say to my accountant, whenever the accountant says, how far should I push the envelope on your taxes? I say, push it as far as you can, but don't do anything you wouldn't do if the IRS agent were sitting right next to you. Fill out the taxes, as if the IRS agent were sitting right next to you. Push it as far as you can. Save me as much money as you can. Believe that they're sitting next to you. And lahav deal, that's the attitude, the mindfulness we're meant to bring to everything that we do. So before we press play and choose something to listen to or to watch, before we express or say what we want to say, before we invoke or engage a vocabulary we might want to use, before we forward a message that we're tempted to share, would I do it if Hashem were sitting right next to me? Would I do it if you were right next to me? You're going to fill out your taxes differently if you say, ah, they'll never find out. What's the likelihood I get audited? What's the odds anyone's ever going to see it? But if you fill it out, if you submit the receipts, if you list what's a business expense, a personal expense, and you do it all with the mindfulness that the agent is looking over your shoulder, they're sitting by your side, you're going to do it differently. And the same Mahavdil is true for life. If we live life, does Hashem really care? Is He really paying attention? There's a war in Israel. Does He really know or care what I'm watching late at night when no one's looking? The answer is yes. He cares, He sees, He knows, and we're accountable. And the Mishnah and Avos teaches us, no, a Mishnah that for several millennia we didn't fully really understand. And today, we can appreciate it maybe more than any generation that came before us. The notion that I in Roa, there's an eye that sees. You go outside and Google Earth and satellites and cameras, you can't stay off the grid. No matter how hard you try, no matter who you are, the facial recognition, your visibility, your fingerprint in this world, there's an eye in Roa, there's a camera that sees Ozen Shomas. 
And there are microphones, there are ears that hear. Everything that we do, everything that we do. You know that, because if you ever have a conversation with your phone in your pocket, with someone about a barbecue you're thinking about buying, a trip you're thinking about taking, and then you open your phone and you go on an app, and all of a sudden they're advertising the very thing that you were just talking about, because ozen shoma'as, ayin ro'eh. Do you know that when you walk into the supermarket, the cameras have facial recognition that then follow you? Which shelf did you look at? Which item did you consider? What did you buy? What are your patterns? And they sell that information. We live in an age of ayin, roa, ozen, shomas, more than any before. We can appreciate if that's true for technology, all the more so. Kadosh Baruch the Ribbona Shalom is watching and recording everything that we do. The Helig Shem had a different interpretation of this Mishnah. The Holy Ba'a Shem Tov said, read the Mishnah a little bit differently. Da malamala mimcha, know that there's a Hashem above you. And therefore, don't live in fear and panic about Hashem watching and listening and recording everything you're doing, that's also true, and that should motivate and inspire, but because because know that there's Hashem above you, ayin, what you see, roa, you were meant to see. You see somebody who needs help, don't close your eyes and walk by, you were meant to see it. Ozen shomas, what you heard or overheard, you were meant to hear. And how you react and what you do about it, Said the Baal Shem Tov, what you do with it, now that will be recorded. How you react, how you respond, what you do with what you saw and what you heard, none of which were coincidental or accidental or random. It was all by design. All of that, but back to the Ramchal. Since Hashem's providence is on everything, there are no coincidences, there's nothing random, there's nothing chance. Whatever is happening in our lives, it is all specific, it's curated, it's choreographed, it's by design. All the deeds that we'll leave an imprint, and they're all inscribed in the book. We don't live our lives, we shouldn't live our lives mindlessly, because Hashem is mindfully recording all that we do. All that we do. So if we want to live our best selves, we have to live lives of His boniness, lives of contemplativeness, of mindfulness. Of mindfulness. This will only be engraved in a person's mind. This can only happen. The Ramchal is winding down his Sefer. The pinnacle and the peak of all these virtues. How to live the best life. Your best life. Your most meaningful life. Your most purpose-driven life. The life that will leave you the greatest legacy. How to live your best life requires a constant Constant reflection and constant observation. Now here's the issue. Bless you. The issue is we're living in an age and a time that is regularly robbing us of exactly those qualities. We are distracted. We are enticed. We are seduced. We are multitasking. We are struggling to pay attention. We have a deficiency, whether clinically diagnosed or not. Everyone at some level struggles with a deficiency of paying attention. The technology, which has enriched us in so many ways, is robbing us, denying us, and depriving us of the very ingredients to live the most meaningful life. And that is hasmada, being a masmid. We think of hasmada, consistency, constancy. We think of hasmada, of learning. The masmid in the base Midrash, who is burning the midnight oil, is pouring early in the morning, late at night, over the safe of the masmid. 
But the Ramchal is using the term Asmada in a different way. The Masmid is a Masmid, is a consistency of his bonanus, contemplativeness, thoughtfulness, mindfulness. The people who achieve and accomplish the most are not, in fact, the designers of much of these technology who've earned enormous wealth from it, don't allow that technology in their homes and in their personal lives and for their kids. That is true almost across the board because they understand, because they design it and profit from it, the dangers, the risks, and the mindlessness that it creates. How much mindlessness? How many people have sabotaged their own success? How much poor judgment? How many poor behaviors? How many mistakes? How many relationships have been ruined? How much money has been lost? How many negotiations and business have failed? Because of mindlessness. Because of a failure and breakdown of hasmadas hasboninus, the istakos hagadol. You know when we get to do it? We have this treasure, this gift that Hashem has given us. It's called Shabbos. Sociologists will study us. There are, we are the last vestiges on earth, maybe some other exceptions, tribes or the Amish, who can for 25 hours disengage from technology. And do you feel more awake, more alive? Are your relationships more vivid, more rich? Are conversations more present? Do you come to more epiphanies of thought? Are experiences more embedded in your memory and Shabbos? There's a reason, because the hisboninus and histaklas hagadol it's far removed from our senses. There's a God, he's involved in our life, he sees everything, we're in a relationship, he's talking to us and he wants us to speak to him. All of that is not perceptible, perceivable, it's far from our senses. So it takes constant effort. We have to constantly think about it and be engaged in it. And even if we can have that breakthrough moment, so, you know, there's a Hashem. He's involved in my life. These aren't coincidences. This thing that happened, it was by design. I feel He's speaking to me. I feel His embrace, His love, His warmth, His guidance, His support. But that experience can be so fleeting. It disappears so quickly that we have to constantly, constantly review and renew and recommit to that relationship that we're in. It's a hasmadas hisboninus. Hasmadas hisboninus. We have to constantly be connected to this thought. And that's the only way to achieve success. Yira, that sense of awe, is not just from the awesomeness. You could be overcome by awe in that moment, and a moment later, eh. You go from awe back to eh very, very quickly. Unless there is a constant commitment to see, to feel, to experience, his presence will continue with this Amir Tzashem next time. In uh, 845, living with Emuna tonight behind the Bima, incredible soldier telling an incredible story near Ruben from Gaza, as well as our friends Alex Katz of Kilat Eretz Chemda and Menachem Traxler of Kolal Chabad, all tonight behind the Bima. Should be a good day, Amir Tashem, for Kla Yisrael Yeshua's Vinachamos.